Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Campbell Parker, welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. Thank you. Oh, man, I've been chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. But, but it's good to have this conversation. Hey, this episode actually is going to go out. It'll be 52. So it'll go out on the 31st of August. And that's a whole year of podcasting. So it's taking me a year to get you, but I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> hey, we're going to have a great chat today. Obviously, let's start off by hospitality. What about you? Uh, what do you enjoy about hospitality? What, what is It must be in your blood. You've been doing it for 28 years now? Oh, I'm a one-trick pony. One-trick pony? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've not really done anything else. else. I've come off the farm and uh, sort of went into school and then uh, into hospitality education yeah. after that, tertiary education. Yeah. So it's carried on from there. So so brought up on a farm? Yep. yep. And up did, in Marlborough. Did you like that? Was that was yeah, that yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would have... Yeah, I'd love to have been a farmer, but at yeah. the time, economics didn't really dictate it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was quite isolating, actually. Yeah. That's probably the thing that uh, hospitality is my natural thing, is that being put on a farm away in the back blocks probably would not have been the life I would have enjoyed yeah, as much. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, from what I've seen with hospitality people, like they could be good at hospitality, you actually have to be hospitable, right? You yeah. have to yeah. like people. It helps. Yeah, it helps, right? <laughs> but, but you see some people, I'll never forget meeting a gentleman and, and he had a bar and he'd opened it for six weeks and, and it closed and I asked him at the end of it, I said, well, what, what happened? He goes, well, I didn't really like the people I was working with or the people that I was dealing with. <laughs> I was like, well, you could have like, you could have gone and worked somewhere to find out that. So so people yeah, it helps to like people. It helps to like people. So so was that a natural thing for you? Like, um, uh, no, actually, it was accidental. Yeah. Um, my sort of story was is that uh, I was relatively good at um, geography and stuff at school. So yep. uh, going to university had no ideas. Most people don't. You know, eighteen mm. years of age. Uh, all your mates seem to be going to university. So I thought I'd go along and have a bit of fun. Yep. And just fell into doing uh, what geography and geology, which I yep. found to be incredibly boring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, managed to scrape through, just passing that, uh, and then reevaluated and went, oh. Second year. What, 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 where, where am I going with this? Yeah, I was going to say, where, where, where did you think you were going with it? Uh, no idea. I think it was just sort of moving with the crowd at the time. Yeah. But, um, I went home and I got a bar job uh, at the Woodburn Tavern oh, yep. with Warren yeah. Croft, who's nice. still my first mentor in hospitality wow. way back when. Awesome. Um, he's a bit of a local personality, mm. bit of a champion up there. Um, and uh, and so I sort of enjoyed that. And then just some uh, friends, uh, primary school friends, yep. um, caught up over summer and one of them mentioned that she was at uh, Christchurch Polytech okay. uh, studying hospitality management. Brilliant. Like, oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she sort of told me about it and obviously it was just a – Bit of experience in bars uh, at the Woodman Tavern at the time. I thought, yeah. well, that sounds like me. Did you just like the the atmosphere, what was going on, the buzz for it? Is that what was when you were working behind the bar? Did you just? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, there's the pace of it that I quite liked as yeah. well. So you have the prep and like, like a chef, you know, mm. you have the prep and then you have the service and yeah. and so. You know, it's it's a hard job, and you get everything. Really yeah. right. The prep's always important, isn't it? Yeah. And, and getting everything sorted, and then of course it's all shits and giggles for a yeah. uh, few hours, and then then the, the wind down. And I particularly always enjoyed uh, that pivotal moment where you've broken the back. It's yeah. like oh, it's just yeah. waning. You know, the yeah. intensity at time, it's just high energy. Yeah. Um, seven beers flat out, lot going on, and then yeah. and then once it's done, it's that really nice finish to a shift where. Yeah. You, you feel like you've done something, right? You feel like you've done something yeah. and uh, and something that's, you know, it's hard work at yeah. times and you feel like you've 
It's like digging a hole, right? Yeah. You've seen the result. You see the result. You've, you've done so, it. Yeah. So did you? Was it a, like once you saw the course? Did you think, right, I'm, that's what I'm doing? Like, um. Uh, well, the course actually um, had take or leave it parts of me because there was housekeeping and hotel sort of aspects to it, but a lot of business yeah. and marketing, which was me. Do you, um, do you want to know something funny? What's that? I did that course. Did you? I did the What's first. I did the first year deployment and hospitality management. Yeah, because I did the seven Shit, five. Would have been that same I did the seven five one the year before with Tony Kessler and um, yeah. Diane. Yeah, and and then they kind of said, "Hey, look, you should probably get into to the the hospitality management." So I did the first year uh, with Melissa Hupfield. Yeah, and, and and then I just I couldn't do it anymore. I was, no. That was me done. Like two years of polytech was enough. But yeah. but very good course, right? Like a very good. Yeah, it was a, a three year course. Mm. I, think I finished in nineteen ninety four. But um, yeah. yeah, some of the some of the mates in my class I met then, and I'm still my best mates yeah. uh, in life. So yeah, uh, a few of them. But a lot of a lot of the people that did the course don't do hospitality. Yeah. now. I well, think there's only a handful of us that, that have continued on. That would be the same with our group because I met one of the girls, Michelle, recently, and she said, "Yeah, there's only a few of them in hospitality." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think James O'Connell was actually in. Uh, in our class, he was oh, really? he was he was in our year, yeah. So yeah. small world. Yeah. So so okay. So two three years uh, hospital management. Yep. Um, obviously, part of that course is you're working a certain amount of hours in the industry. Yep. There was an industry component. Yep. So um, you know, I had to do things. God, I remember spot loss catering for yes. the, the Jade Stadium yes. or Lancaster yes. yeah, Park, yeah, yeah. and so you know, yeah. everything from selling pies yeah. on one of those yeah. embarrassingly uh, yeah. mobile cart things yeah. that you sort of had, <laughs> and your mates giving you shit while they're yeah. drinking beers, watching the rugby, yeah. um, through to you know the town hall and doing silver service mm. sort of stuff. But they had um, Visions Restaurant there as well, so True. we did a lot more of that formal, yeah. which wasn't really me. Yeah, I, I, pretty early on, I'm not a restaurant guy yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, having said that, I had a restaurant for ten years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't know how that worked. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. so you started working in the industry, finding out yep. what you like and didn't like, yep. and, and like, did when did when did the thinking? Hey, look, I might own something here. When did that come in? Oh, I was accidental as well. Was it? <laughs> um, well, I, I was uh, in with DB Breweries, um, yep. and I was doing a, a repping role. Um, and then we had uh, a vacancy, like a caretaker opportunity came up for business development, Rob. Okay. Um, and uh, at the time, we were looking to do uh, a pub opportunity at the Palms. Uh, oh, yes. The arena yes. was now the yeah. arena, you know, back yeah. when uh, I think Tim Glass and yes. the McCaskey yes. always owned that. Yes. Yeah, um, I worked at Bon there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Palms. Yeah, yeah. It was um, great to get a pub there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was a gastro pubs. I think the Cock mm. and Ball in New Zealand was probably the first people that stamped that gastropub thing yep. in New Zealand, but I'd spent five years in the liquor trade in the UK nice. by then, and I, it was everywhere. I could see, yeah. you know, those pubs at malls, yeah, picture theatres yeah. and, and ethnic restaurants and yeah. stuff like that was a quite a good um, sort of hub. And, yeah. and so uh, I saw this opportunity, and so we had Rob Mercer from Sticky Fingers right. at the yep. time and yep. Dragatis, and yep. he's a bit of a, True. He's a DB uh, customer. Yeah. Um, and so we were <clears> working up this opportunity for him to be the operator of this pub site, and I was sort of developing this gastropub thing and educating him mm. a bit about what the opportunity is. Um, and and then I got to do a bit of the commercial business development side nice. of things. So I knew knew that project inside and out. Yeah. He was supposed to be in business with Greg Roberts, who's now uh, was a um, great real estate guy in North okay. Canterbury. So he, yeah. he was going to take the opportunity that I ended up taking, um, but he went and did real estate and, okay. and uh, wow. went on to really big things there. Yeah, so yeah. so I ended up being a 40% shareholder really? with Rob because uh, he said, well, you know it, you developed it, come and, come and do it. That's cool. So, so that was, was that the Fox the Ferret? Yep. Nice. Yeah, Fox the Ferret Palms. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, you know, green ass, didn't know anything. So Rob, you know, was probably my most major 
mentor yeah. in this whole hospital journey because, uh, you know, Crofty was more about uh, the tricks and trades of yeah. running a bar, but yeah, yeah. Rob was all about the business. Nice. Um, and so all my, and even to this day, you know, the fundamentals of yeah. cogs control and wage numbers and all the yeah. things to make it work, that's sort of where that education started. So, so you got that early. Yep. Yeah, so I was really. also, you know, living at... Um, couldn't couldn't keep me away from it, you know. It was you know, yeah. F- um, I was the owner operator sort of guy. Rob was sort of does all the wine lists and all the sort of bigger yeah. stuff behind the scenes, and we had an administrator. So I guess on the business side of thing, I was pretty much in, only in my mm. own lane. Yeah, um, looking after what happened and just being there to because it was to do it, all, it was you know? quite a, it was quite a cool area too. Like because you had the big yeah. uh, the the th- picture theater there, yep. and then you had I think so there was, was coyotes, was readings, readings. Yeah, yeah, readings. Was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. one of the first readings. So there was yeah. a buzz around that. Well, the before coyotes came second, I think yeah. it was. I think there was an Asian restaurant yeah, then, in that yeah. spot yeah. in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. So we had a pizza place, uh, yes. which was La Pochetta, La Pochetta, yeah, yeah. and a, and, a, and an Asian restaurant. I can't remember the name, mm. but now and then us, uh, and then over the time of three or four years that we had that, I think three years actually. Yeah. Um, then we had Cody Cafe came along, That's which right. uh, which is obviously came out of Oxford Terrace. Yeah. And so then uh, Coca Palace. Coca Palace. Yeah. That's another yeah. good one. Yeah. Well, so what were you learning in those early days? Like, what, what everything. Was your, everything. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it kind learning of like, what not to do? Yeah. I guess, and, and I think <laughs> Being that, told by Ron. for a lot of business owners that and new to business, that's the kind of thing, right? You learn by fire, right? Like yeah. you're just constantly, um, you know, learning on. As you go, you know, like, yeah. and, and I think, you know, w- one thing I've seen with hospitality is because, and like most businesses, laws change all the time, yeah. right? So you're constantly trying to keep up with that. Yeah. What, what, what were some of the big takeaways for you back in those early days? That's probably where I first um, got to grips with my overarching sort of opinion that yep. hospitality is like a leaking bucket. Okay. Uh, awesome. You know, you're full of water, it's got leaks everywhere. You yep. put the finger in the holes to stop yep. the profit leaking out yeah, yeah. like that. And so there's always so many moving parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard, challenging um, industry. Um, you know, there's lots of things that can go wrong. What, what leaks the most? Oh, <laughs> well, I think I think at any given time someone's stealing from you, yeah. <laughs> whether you yeah. know it or not. Yeah, yeah. And there's systems and pro- the answers of systems and processes. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's what you try and plug the bucket yeah. with, and hope for a bit bit left in at the end of the day. But, yeah. Um, I know that the fundamental levers are, are always in my book are wage control yeah. and cost control. Yeah. Um, and that's what the staff can actually be. Empowered and influenced on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't do much about the power bill. No. Or the rates, no. rent, anything like that. You can yeah. negotiate, but yeah. what really makes your. Um, Not really a lever you can pull yeah, It's, it's yeah. a top line. It's 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 the gross profit before the expenses that yeah. you really need to focus on maximizing. So. Yeah. And was that something you just got into early and just. just oh, I'm a numbers guy anyway. Yeah. So it was yeah. my natural sort of yeah. thing. So I had a curiosity. Do, do you um, think that really helps hospital? You know, if you're in hospital, you, you've either got to be one or the other, I guess. Like, you well, know. it's a bit of a contradiction, isn't it? Because mm. you're either a people person yeah. or a creative type sort of person, yeah. which generally maybe not so hot on the finances, yeah. or you're a complete numbers person. Yeah. And then you forget about soft touches of yeah. the hospitality. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a hybrid, I guess. Yeah, because you, you, know? you have you've got both both of those elements, right? Which is yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you know you've you've, you've definitely created an environment where, um, especially at Kaiser, uh, and we'll talk about Kaiser and the awards that that you guys have won soon. But you've definitely created that environment where it's very focused on the hospitality, but you're very also you know those numbers, and I think that's the the coolest thing about working with you guys is is. You know, all the good businesses that we work with, all the owners and the operators, they know their numbers. And I think it's such a big thing that that y- you 
you know, if you don't know your numbers, you get yourself in trouble too yeah. quickly, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, that was a know thy numbers. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah. common business yeah. uh, well, thing out there. But yeah, because it's it's not a good place to market if you don't know your numbers, right? Because because yeah. you can hurt the person real quickly. Yeah, yeah, you know, if they get more people in, but they don't know their numbers, if they're not, they, they yeah, can yeah. just run out of money. And it's real it. hard to measure, right? Yeah, like especially like, if you've got a bar and restaurant. Yeah. someone's sitting down the table when you're serving to a table, you can look at what the spenders and mm. what the table and maybe the seats at the table. Yeah, but how often? you get up yourself to go get a beer from the bar yeah that's that's sort of not captured yeah it's, it's really hard and then yeah. you're not going to be there with counters trying no. to figure out i've had 200 people in and we did this much there for our average spenders yeah because you might drink up the storm and yeah. someone else might just have a bit of garlic yeah, or something, yeah. You know? so yeah it's it's really hard to I'm come in to for get a free a pizza and only have a free pizza <laughs> <laughs> oh, <we> get that <laughs> just have a water yeah, what do you what do you find most challenging about the hospitality industry? Where, what, like, you know, what what is it something that you you find that's just constantly a bit? Um, the people side of things is, uh, you know, you, you can never guarantee what you're going to do, hmm. and and there could be a game on in town, and suddenly you yeah. have a bonanza, or you could have yeah. a disaster because everyone stays yeah. home and watch it. And, and what I've been constantly fascinated by is that these ebbs and flows of people being out and not. It must. It's like like witchcraft by the moon yeah. or something because you know you say oh my god we we just had an absolute storm of a night and then you talk to other hospital people or whatever and they go oh how's the weekend it was crazy yeah. wasn't it everyone's yeah. in town yeah and conversely you go oh god a bit of a grim week last week yeah. and everyone's saying the same thing yeah so there's a like there's a, a social yeah tide that sort of runs yeah, yeah so that's quite hard to manage because yeah. when you're planning things and especially if you've got incentives and um, you know, bonuses on the line. Yeah, it's not the people's fault, really. No, like we, we, our job is to open the wallet. Yeah, but we need the people in the bar. People in the bar, yeah, in the yeah. restaurant. So yes, yeah. that's, that, that's always been challenging. Um, I, I from a when I had uh, you know less volume in terms of numbers going into the business, I also found it quite a challenging model whereby um, you know you, you'd have your biggest month. Uh, in December or that Christmas run up, yeah. and then you followed your quietest. Potentially, everyone's on holiday. Yeah, you yeah. also got your biggest bills. Yes, uh, in January. And, yeah, and I, so people come unstuck. Yeah, you know, yeah. through, through that. So yeah. it's all about um, cash flow planning yeah. and and uh, you know just hard taught experiences. Yeah. Just getting you through those. Uh, they're, they're good learnings, aren't they? Because <laughs> you know you could think you're a rock star. Yeah, and you've done December, you've nailed everything, and yeah. then yeah, those bills come in, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. When was the first time you learned that lesson? <laughs> Uh, early on, actually, yeah. um, it wasn't so much uh, under Rob uh, Rob Mercer's yeah. tutelage because we had a really experienced and, yeah. and an administration team sort of running there. But when I was sort of in the hot seat by myself, yeah. so probably at the old vicarage when, yep. uh, when I so, um, did my own one under my own steam. Yeah, let's talk about that because yeah. you, you had you had um, you were at Fox and Ferret and then. Yep. Uh, Sold out of there, I guess. Yeah, well, we had uh, the Palms, Fox and Ferret, mm. and then a year later we did the Rickard and Fox oh, yep, and Ferret. Yep. Um, both of, I think, oh, one might just change their name. I think the Fox and Ferret at Palms has yep. just been bought by the um, uh, Nick Insta Company. Okay. Yeah, um, Insta Company. And and then I think, I don't know who owns the other one, but I think it's called the Fox now in okay. Westfield. But um, yeah, so I had those two gastro pubs and they were modelled off the same sort of yep. idea and tried to run them. And I can tell you that going from uh, learning there was going from sort of like, 30 staff to 65 staff is yeah, not yeah. double the problems it's exponentially yeah. <laughs> increased. So, um, you know, that's when really you had sort of 50, 60 people trying yeah. to manage yeah. staffing or, or in your one-man band sort of thing. It yeah. can get quite challenging. What, what, how were you doing there? Like, what, what, did you have systems in place for that? Were you using software or was that just like... I tell you what, there's nowhere near the amount of software yeah. and apps and stuff there are now. Yeah. Um, but oh, we had our old spreadsheets and, yeah. and our 
roster programs yeah. and you know, cut and paste sort of stuff. Look, I just know from my own experience working in hospitality, uh, we won't say this too too meanly, but I know I wasn't the most reliable person when I worked <laughs> in hospitality overseas. Like, if you didn't want to turn up, you didn't turn yeah. up, right? It, yeah. Like, it's a different, is it? Do you find it, like, you would have been, you've traveled overseas, and we'll talk about you, the year that you had, but it's the hospitality is not really seen by New Zealanders as a career. Do you think that's yeah, tra- is it, it changing or because back in the day, sixty-five no, people. Unfortunately, it's not. How reliable were they? You know. Yeah, yeah. So you look at France, and you've got like sixty-five-year-old waistcoated waiters out mm. on the street doing. That's their profession. Yeah, they've been a waiter for thirty years. Yeah. or whatever. Um, whereas here in New Zealand, um, I guess Australia as well, you've mm. got young twenty people on their way somewhere, yeah. just sort of as a stepping stone on the way through. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. There's, there's no. old guys like me that have made a career and loved it in yeah. hospitality. Um, and so there is the opportunity to um. You know, do the career thing, and, mm. and particularly that's with guys is what what we're massively into yeah. at the moment is sort of yeah. trying to appeal to those people that want to come along and yeah. learn the business of hospitality. So yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a culture change though, right? Like and and like so so have you kind of said line in the sand? Hey, look, let's 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 actually grow these people. Is that so? That's your goal. Like you want? Yeah, I, I think it was probably <clears throat> with my business partner Mason, um, yep. who's a young guy. He's twenty seven now. Um, you know, we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, you got to get those partnerships right. And yeah. so, you know, when I was a um, one-man band, I was sort of all over the place trying to do yeah. everything that you didn't really have enough time to sit and think about yeah. your direction and your, yeah. and your sort of progression. Um, but then obviously having a team of two, and particularly the yeah. right like minds, yeah. we can we can dream, you know, a bit yeah, about yeah. what are we here for. And, yeah, and, nice. uh, and so um, him and I um, are completely aligned on the same page where, yeah. you know, Hospitality doesn't have to be a stepping stone, you know. Yeah. Um, it can be. Hey, yeah. it's great. All the doctors and lawyers or whoever yeah. wants to come through and and, yeah. and uh, be, do that while they're there. Yeah, aspirational people, but also you know we we love to teach and mm. and, and everything we learn. We're pretty transparent. Um, you know, we, we like to teach people. Yeah, our staff and uh, we've found in the four years since we've Kaiser and doing that approach. Uh, it, you know, it's just been phenomenal in yeah. terms of the people's growth and yeah. and what they do. So we get, a, I get a, quite a kick out of that. Yeah, because you're still frustrating though. Yeah. Okay, along the way, but but you're still bringing yeah. you're bringing people along and through that journey, giving yeah. them a vision, right? Which I think yeah, is yeah. like probably you know most hospitality is not really giving people that vision. It's hey, turn up into your ship. Well, right? funny enough, that's where I got that insight because when when uh, I sort of did those hospitality shifts when I was a young fella, um, you know, you you're Working week could be starting at five o'clock on a Thursday, finishing yeah. at five o'clock on a Monday morning. Yeah, with twelve-hour shifts all the way through, you got yeah. no life. You just turn up. You don't get any consideration given yeah. to other than working. Yeah, you know, working. And, and you're just there. Yeah, you're a commodity. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and you probably weren't treated in, that well in terms of wages. And yeah. the models is the model. You know, yeah, it can't can't afford to pay thousands of dollars yeah, yeah, in yeah, salaries exactly. and stuff. So so you just did it by doing the hours. Um yeah. and if you loved it, that's great. Yeah. You know, but uh you know, we try to do a better way. We've yeah. more of a wraparound educational support sort of fun thing that we try to do with staff just to make up for the you know, the traditional hospo roster yeah. Yeah, yeah. sort of thing. That, well, let's right. No one wants to bloody work all night, do they? No. No, yeah. but I think that's an interesting thing because, you know, you look at what you've created down there um, and, and look, I'm a massive believer that success leaves clues, right? And you can walk into Kaiser and, you know, there's a friendly atmosphere straight away, you know, and it's like I always look at stuff 
whenever you see something working really well, it generally will come from the top, right? If the top, if the top's actually having good communication, you know, loving on their people, actually caring, you know, it filters down, right? And, yeah. and, and it does, right? Especially, and conversely, yeah, around, totally, it? You can totally. Tell. You can tell. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, so, okay, so with, because it was interesting because you, you saw the opportunity with um, the, the, the vicarage, right? With, yeah. you know, it was earthquake time. Yeah, well, it was before that. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying the word accidental a lot, but mm. then again, um, you know, I bought the vicarage uh, as it was called the old vicarage coffee cafe mm. from the, the, it was my landlord guy, Keith and Liz, um, and uh, it was an old lady's tea rooms, to be fair. Yeah. It was a blue rinse yeah, of yeah. coffee and yeah. scones, and, yeah. and I saw Horswell, saw the development, everything that was going on. This was before the earthquakes. Mm. And thought, well, this could be quite. If you, if you had a bit of a bar operation yeah. on here, so the plan was to do a development, which yep. we subsequently did, um, and it, probably that was one of my greatest wins at the time because yep. uh, all we wanted to do was put on a ten thousand dollar turnover of sort of yep. alcohol by doubling the size of the premise, and, and um, I think I don't know what we were doing, probably forty grand or something a week. Nice. Um, so we had a fifty grand model, but yeah. we, we, to be fair, we we uh, did about eight grand. Of alcohol, but we put on another twenty of food. Yeah, yeah. From the space because there was just such demand, demand. For, for a good food and beverage yeah, product yeah. out there. So, so we really catapulted our, um, our numbers yeah. in terms of doing that. It took two years to get there. Yep. We only we only had it for a year until the earthquake came yeah, along, yeah. and then then we had seventy uh, percent of our competition wiped out. Crazy, right? Uh, and we survived by being a. Yeah, yeah. Wood, wooden building on piles, and, well, and uh, away we went. And it was like all the suburbs just you know yeah, it jumped fifty four percent in a year. Wow. So, yeah. so we not only had that extra lift up from that mm. um, development, but then we just went again. Yeah, came with pain though. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That was like crazy. I, I remember, you know, just working. Uh, no supplies. It supplies. was like water. Yeah. You know, the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. every now and then. Well, not every now and then. Mm. Every day, yeah. we would get directions. Someone would pop in and say, "Hey." Workmen on the road have found another problem. They're going to turn your water turn off. Turn your water off. A hundred people here. Yeah, we're eating coffee. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a thousand liter um, tank on my trailer at home. I had a well yep. and had power out of my property in Thailand. Right. And I was, I was constantly You're the water boy filling that up. <laughs> I was a water boy, and I was bringing it in there, and I was filling up big steel pots. Of, I was just having nine kg gas yep. bottles boiling out in the shed, constantly boiling the water boiling up water. just to use for drinking water on the wow. table and uh, sometimes flush the toilets. Oh, yeah. The stuff you don't you know, see, right? Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was that that whole time was a madhouse. But mm. you know, uh, it was um, getting food and veggie supplies, yeah. uh, water, alcohol, everything under the sun to make yeah. an operation, and yeah. the demand was, you know, triple. Yeah, um, and. The staff, everyone was, remember uh, John Key put on that sort of um, wage subsidy yes, thing? Yes, so, yes, So yes. everyone was, yeah. it was summer. Yeah. Height of summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants to go and help, oh, help out? Yeah, you know, yeah, let's yeah, just go down to the vicarage yeah. and, and <laughs> lizard some beers all day, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was it was quite challenging. I think I always remember that we sort of limped through March, um, and I think <laughs> the month of March was uh, something like 20% greater than December we we ever had. Wow. Uh, and that December was the biggest one we've ever had yeah, after yeah, yeah. three years. And so that catapulted. And we did it with no Christmas functions and 66% of the staff load that we had in wow. December. And so it was painful. Yeah. And then for the next six months, we had bigger Christmases again. Far so out. we had six Christmases in that first year yeah, after yeah. earthquakes. And uh, Amazing. we all got beaten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so do you think, like, um, obviously, you know, some parts of that, though, like you, you did a bit of a study, you saw where – you know, location, location. You saw mm. what, what can you? Because you look at that area now; it's very well developed, right? Like, but did you see that yeah. coming? Like, you just 
and thought, okay, there's nothing here. We'll take a punt here. Like, what's yeah? The, the initial look at it was because um, after the fox and ferrets, I sort of had a bit of time off because my wife was working, and then uh, she got pregnant with our first child. Mm. So um, I had to go back to work. I was quite enjoying not working for yeah. a while. Um, but uh, just looking around, I looked under a lot of stones, you know, yep. to, for opportunities, um, and I went out to the old vicarage, you know, and saw. The commercial land was just across the road zone. Yep. That was it. Yep. Um, and it was residential because it was an old vicarage, right? Yep. It was a residential plot, but we yep. had, it was allowed to do what we were able to do. Um, and there wasn't going to be any more commercial yep. land I could see for the next 10 years. Nice. So, um, And the earthquake thing was just played yeah, out of hands because yeah. all the development just went yeah. from the west uh, yeah. and east, didn't it? Yeah, totally. Out to the southwest so, yeah. um, and around places. Yeah. So, so that was uh, good. When you when you look for a hospital opportunity, though, what, what, do you, what, what do you look for? What's your kind of go to now yeah um i want to do a certain level of business because the costs that leaking bucket thing yeah always scared of the leaking bucket right yep. because if you've got a crest turnover then yep. you know it's you've got to watch those numbers and yep. you've, you've pretty you know got to get in there and do dishes yourself yep. you know that's what it takes whereas if you've got an opportunity where there's an enhanced turnover by location yep. or by whatever your product is yep. or other things like that so yep. um so i sort of strategically look to the future in terms of what I can bring, what location is, and what's the economic opportunity yeah. um, to do a decent level of turnover. Yeah. Without, would you, would uh, you go new or would you buy like buy something existing or go new? What, what I, I love development. So yeah. so um, I've done Greenfield, which is obviously people know is, yeah. is taking green grass and yep. building something. Yeah. Um, so that's what the Fox and Ferrets were because yeah. those malls were built. Yeah. Um, and then obviously redevelopment was the vicarage. Um and Kaiser was obviously uh, Greenfield thing mm. through those guys. So, uh, but I, I I really like the um, creation aspect yeah. of something. Yeah, uh, of pulling it all together and building a project. So, um, yeah, I think um, developing something is my yeah. forte rather than just yep. taking something over. Yep. But having said that, yeah, you know, do, do you think do you think you have to have you have to stand out and have something different today as well? Like, you know, like you can't just open up and. No, I mean, it takes more than that. Yeah. Just to say, look, I'm going to open up and here's a chair and yeah. here's a bar and let's yeah. get into it. Um, you need to have some sort of reason for being. And, and I think that also if you've got a story, it helps. Yeah. You communicate that story, tell people what you're about. Yeah. You know, it's because you got then things like authenticity start coming to play. Yeah. And, you know, you, you look at, you look at uh, in the market, you know, look, ducks is a good one, yeah. right? Ducks has always been a yeah. pushing the boundaries. Yeah, it's yeah, vegetarian. Yeah. It's totally. live music. Yeah, it's stood the test of time. Yeah, right. And yeah. become iconic. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of turnover in, in between. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think you need to have a bit of an angle. But yeah. also, it's, it's the people, it's the operators. Yeah. You know, it always Opera. always comes down to yeah. People. And you and you look if you just look at Christchurch, there's some really skilled operators. Yep. You know, like uh, do you guys catch up? Do you guys ever? Like see what's going on in the industry and that sort of stuff, or is it, or, or you're all at arms we, events? We, we don't formally, but mm. we do socially. Sort yeah. of when there's events on, and then yeah. quite often we have too many beers, I can't remember what we yeah. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, I used to be a DB rep along the terrace in Central True. City and stuff like that, and so I got to, um, you know, have quite insight into that repping response role mm. with different um, hospitality owners, and there was a vast. Yeah, contradiction between the guys that were just in it, trying to f- turn a fast buck. Yeah, to those guys who had a long term sort of vision, trying to create something. Yeah. You know, on the on the journey. Yeah, you know, um, and funny enough, those guys, uh, the ones that still I around. respect the most, are yeah. still around, and who I generally yeah. talk to. But we, it's, it's still a bit of a closed book, isn't it? Yeah, like you don't give away your secrets. And yeah, yeah, but you help each other out. Yeah. So, 
and, and now that we've got a bit older, over 20, 30 years, yeah. that, um, you know, there's a young fellows coming through that yeah. uh, you now learn off. Yeah. And that's what's so good with Mason, you know, he's yeah. got a foot in that camp. And that is. Where I'm an old OG. Yeah, but that's very cool, yeah. though. He's definitely brought another yeah, yeah. level to to the business. I remember meeting him first at um, Missio's. And you could just tell he was a real friendly guy, you know, yeah, he had yeah, something yeah. about him. So yeah, he's yeah. done well there. So let's talk about Weaver. So this is totally different, but like you you went on holiday for a year with your, with oh, your yeah. family and went Spain. to Italy, Spain. Yeah. 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 So just, just thought oh, it was time to, how to good. How good. like yeah, just yeah. pick up sticks and move across yeah, the outside well, of the world. It was um, when I worked overseas. Um, in in the hospitality mm-hmm. industry, I worked for one spirits company, and uh, then got into some brand marketing. So we yep. had some agency brands like Bundaberg yep. and Frangelico and Kettle One, and yep. all these things that maybe you haven't heard of yep. here so much. But um, and I through that work, I had to go to Europe, but I was sort of just skiving it on a on yep. a, a holiday visa. <laughs> and so really, um, I was sort of taking my chances leaving yep. the UK to come back in. So I, right. so I'd leave in a suit and come back in with a backpack and <laughs> and, uh, and live in fear of my work clothes and my laptop yeah, yeah, yeah. being found. But um, uh, so that that was um. You know, something where I went, oh, when cool. I was overseas on the continent and going to Spain and Italy and all mm. those places, I found that I could only speak English. Yep. Uh, whereas my co-workers, if they couldn't speak English, they could switch to French or Spanish oh, or something because oh, they've had yeah. that sort of exposure yeah. on holidaying or whatever, mm. and they could get by. And I, I really, it left me with an impression saying, I think I'd like my kids to be a bit, nice. um, yeah, yeah. bilingual somehow. And yeah. So, um, and then also there was, a, I can't remember the name of it, um, now, but um, uh, there was a, a New York uh, advertising agency owner that thought that the traditional model, I read this book or something, it was an article, but he thought that, you know, the model of 20 years education, 40 years work, and hopefully 20 years retirement yeah. is wrong. wrong. He said, because you come screaming into 60, having yeah. done all that, and your knees crap out yeah, and yeah. whatever. And he said, why don't you take that 20 years, yeah. put it through your working life as best you can, yeah. and uh, and do your retirement when you get there, because then you would have banked it, you know. And That's so awesome. what what he did was that every sort of four years, he knocked, uh, closed the doors on his advertising agency in New York, sent all the staff away and took a year sabbatical and they could do whatever they want. Wow. And a year later, they came back. And, uh, you know, everyone thought that was crazy because, you know, what a way to set fire to your business, right? But yeah. what actually happened was that all those staff, they all came back. Yeah. They all came back with experiences and yeah. personal development and growth. Yeah, they might have worked totally. someone else, whatever. And the clients came back. And he charged more because of, because of that creative right. input. So that's sort of combined with that duo, that you know, that um, bilingual yeah. wanting to have a bit of a year off while like we're it. able with the kids. And so we sort of picked a time and went, well, it'd be good if the kids want to remember it. So maybe yeah. 10 and 8 years old could yep. be about the thing. We end up going when they were 11 and 9. Nice. Um, and it just coincided with the 10 years of having had the vicarage. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just a number with 10. Perfect. So let's let's move on because because ten years happened so quickly. Yeah, yeah. That it was only supposed to be a build development thing that we talked about, yeah. where two years in the earthquake happened and that yeah. turned into five. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my figures had stopped going like this. Was sort of more going like yeah. that at a higher number. So we had to reinvest again, and that was yeah. another commitment. Another two years. Yeah. Suddenly, I was at the bloody coalface <laughs> for nine, and went. Ah, yeah, okay, it's a long time. Eh? Yeah. You know, what am I sacrificing from just yeah. being stuck in this one yeah. part of the you know halls wall? So we we uh, we took off in 2018 um, and went and lived in Spain for a year with family. Really? And, um, had had oh, yeah. If you'd asked me what our 
um, intentions were, or what we were trying to get yeah. out of it, it's tenfold. It was yeah. just so good. Yeah. And and it seemed like forever coming because uh, we had to get, you know, there's animals and pets and yes. all sorts of things yeah. and aging parents and all these yeah. other worries that, that we had to sort of manage. Um, and then it was the shortest year of my life. Yeah. It felt like we were going, holy crap, and to the point where we are going, shit, we better get to Barcelona. We've yeah, 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 been yeah. every year. Wow. Um, and uh, we, the kids did school, and then we took European summer off and travelled for two months, or come nice. back to school, then travelled. What, we, what were you doing on your daily? Like, what was your, oh, just. <laughs> I was retired, <laughs> every every sense of it. Um, yeah. We would, wash and repeat would be, you know, we had to get up. Um, at normal time to get the kids to school, which is yep. good. Otherwise, yep. we could have slipped. Yeah, yeah. You know, like lockdown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone texts you at 10 o'clock. <laughs> How early? Is- oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right on. Better get up. Yeah. Um, no, so we, we got the kids off to school and then it was exercise. So we just, mm. it was beautiful Mediterranean sort yeah. of village. So we um, we just walked. And, and did the kids like, like going to school there? Like, did they, oh. really, did they want to go to school there? Because um, it's completely yeah, out of comfort zone, right? Yeah, well, our, our initial plan was to put them in local school so they could get that language, right? Yep. But when we went there, we found out that uh, Valenciano was the um, uh, dialect. Yep. And, and king, uh, Spain is a kingdom of okay. areas, so mm. so they, the government doesn't say what you should yep. learn. It's what the local yep. dads do. So, so when we went, oh, hang on, Castilian Spanish and Valenciano is not yeah. really the same language. No. So we think, what's the point of them learning that? Yeah. And they might not yeah. be able to use it in the world. So yeah. um, so we ended up putting them into a uh, international school, really? which was the making of a holiday because we, then we had a whole lot of English-speaking yeah. um, people from different countries that we instantly got a social group out yeah, of. Yeah, true. Um, started you know, hanging out Friday night in bars with them, yeah, talking that. It was good. And they got friends, I think, you know, um, Pakistan, Cuba, Sweden, Canada, yeah. just – they had this international yeah. mindset. Yeah, yeah. Straight away, they're exposed yeah. to the world. That's very cool. So that right? was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the sort of stuff you you can't buy, right? Like no. you have to be there and experience. Yeah. What was your favorite place in Spain? Uh, in Spain, well, where we lived was yep. just we, I, we honestly were going to throw a dark. Yeah, at the thing. Oh, and really? Then, and then my wife, voice of reason, said, "What if we end up in some backwater Greymouth? <laughs> no disrespect to Greymouth, no. you know. A lot of listeners from Greymouth. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, that was just not much happening. It was mm. not the right part of Spain. So we thought, well, what? Where do we really want to go? And yeah. We thought, oh well, we're from New Zealand. We quite like mountains and seas yep. and, and activity and, mm. and that. And, and we also thought, well, we want to be near a cheap airport like you know, EasyJet yep. or something that can yeah. service Ryanair. So we, we had a look and, and went, oh, what's this place here? And it was about an hour and a quarter drive from Valencia, south of Valencia and an hour and a quarter drive north of Alicante and it had Brilliant. a mountain there and it was yep. by the sea. And, and we thought, oh, that, that looks, we call it Javier. Javier. It was called Javier. Javier. <laughs> 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 we went there and um, and we rocked in yeah. and, and it turned out to be and like just amazing. turned up, rented a place oh, yeah, and let people that's... know that you're here. Like, how does that all work? Did you, were you doing the groundwork before? We, we were. And probably you know what, that freaked everybody out. They yeah. could not believe, with two kids in tow, a family yeah. unit had no plans other than one week Airbnb at this town that we're going to and we'd just find something. Brilliant. They just, English, that just blew their heads apart. Do you think that's your entrepreneurial will? We'll make it work, kind of attitude though. It was like screw it, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, Branson, you yeah. know, just into it. But because um, you work it out, right? Oh, it's, it's it's a bit of a woo-woo thing, isn't it? But mm. you know, what you put out, you get back. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. we we were having a go. Yeah. Taking a chance. Yeah, it could have gone wrong, but I didn't think that. No. I thought this will work out. We'll find it. We'll find something past one week. Yeah. Um, and as it turned out, on the first night we're in England, staying with my old boss from the Water Spirit. He, we met a guy who lived upstairs whose family vaca- um, had vacations in the town that we were going to. Brilliant. He didn't know where we were going to because we couldn't pronounce it properly. <laughs> and he went, oh, you mean Javier? 
I said, and he said, where are you staying? And I said, oh, I don't know. We're going to find a place. I said, oh, my family's got a buddy villa. Brilliant. Bang. Easy. We just got this house and away we went. Nice. Yeah, awesome. How good is that, though? Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah. What was your biggest learning from, from being away for a year? Like, like, I guess, not being involved in business. Quality stuff. family time. Quality yeah. family time. Can, cannot be yeah. un- underestimated, yeah. really. You know, we were so, so fortunate that, that we didn't even realise yeah. the opportunity that we had when we were yeah. there. But just uh, the kids are like sponges. You know, mm. they're exposed to all this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, instead of reading, writing English, yeah. humanities, Egyptology, yeah, all this yeah, sort of stuff yeah, that's yeah. just normal. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, their, and their world's just expanded, which was really yeah. cool. But um, we just hung out, you know, like just – Movie night every night because we couldn't watch Spanish TV and yeah. now schoolwork was done and we Brilliant. just hung out or went. The, the social life of the Mediterranean sort of dwellers is that you know you go out for dinner at ten o'clock, yeah, and go back at two and yeah. rinse and repeat. Don't yeah. know how it works with yeah. the kids because yeah. yeah. you know school still starts at night. Yeah, but um, yeah, we had that that life's really healthy living. Mm. You know, it was I think the the Latin thing has got something right. Yeah, in terms yeah, of totally. how they live. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sleep during the day. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the love. I'll never forget, there's this place called El Paso. We, went to go, we used to meet people to go mountain biking, um, and uh, the siesta was from 2 till 5 p.m., and you go into this place that was deserted when you went to go mountain biking, and it come at 2 o'clock. It's absolutely packed. Not a female in sight. It's all blokes. Yep. And uh, here's eight policemen, motorbike policemen, drinking beers at 2 o'clock wow. in their siesta break before they go back out on the roads <laughs> to catch beaters. It was like, what? <laughs> Because <laughs> they they don't drink alcohol to get booze, do they? No, it's just no, part no, of no, they, they have a beer with a meal, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. And it's just moderation, you know. Yeah, it's just how it is. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we just don't do that here. Right? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Too many liquids. Yeah. Hey, so I remember uh, you coming back, and I said. And I think it was bootleg, you had the bootleg while you're away. Yep. We had that while we were away. <clears throat> yeah. And I remember saying to you, oh, so so what's next? And he goes, well, I'm not owning a bloody hospitality venue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> and a week later, you ring me back and you say, hey, Scott, <laughs> I think we're opening another bar. Yeah, it wasn't quite a week. I think I I, I did, I was determined. Yeah. But it's a weird thing as well as away. I already had that mindset that yeah. I'm done with hospitality. Yeah. Um, I've done that. I want to move on. Mm. That 10-year break of the vicarage and then having a year away, I want to come back and do something else. Yeah. And then while I was away, I was ferreting around in kitchens and looking at ideas, taking photos, and my wife was saying, why Why? Why are you interested in that menu? Why are you interested in that? <laughs> like that? And then she sort of gave me a slap when we got back and said, you know, yeah, don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. He said, you do what you do, you're yeah. good at it, that's yeah. what you like, so yeah. just do what you like, run nice. with it. So um, I, I did look at um, other businesses and stuff, but again, I know thy numbers, you yeah. know, what do I know about construction, yeah. building, um, yeah. you know, total span sheds or something else, yeah. there's all these sort of opportunities, Yeah. but there's a great risk I could have cocked in, yeah. you know, at the same time, so, um, and, and what came down to, I got probably nine-tenths of the way down a due diligence path, looking at a total span yep. franchise, and I looked and I said, do I want to sit out in Templeton with the same four people looking at me yeah. in the office for the next 10 years or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no. I go to work every day. Funny things happen. Yeah. Bad things happen. Good things yeah. happen. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's interesting, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's where I sort of um, fell back into to looking at a new hospitality yeah. opportunity. And obviously you got an opportunity, Kaiser, yep. as a brand new concept, yep. um, as a bar. Like you must be pretty proud of where it's got to. Like it's obviously in the Riverside yep. uh, down here in Christchurch, which you know, has become a world-class World class place for people to come in and and have food and hang out and buy stuff and it really put Christchurch back on the map. I'd say to some degree. 
Well, Riverside, yeah, yeah. for sure, um, because it was a container mall. Yeah. In fact, yeah. when I left in 2018, I didn't even know Riverside existed because mm. it, happened, it all really came off plan yeah. and got yeah. built in yeah. 2018. Yeah, because that's, that's where it Opened in 2019, yeah. two years over yeah. that time. And so when when uh, it was actually Kaiser Bros Brewery, Chris Maholland, who's a former DB, it's all about relationships, yeah, right? yeah, former DB guy, um, friend of mine, and and he told me about uh, Riverside, and I, I didn't even understand what it was yeah. until he showed me these pictures. I went, holy hell, yeah, pretty I, I know what I know what that's about, you know. Yeah. Um, and so he was looking for an operator for the site that they were looking to mm. sublease. So next thing, uh, yeah. we had a look at it, said no to it, and it yeah. grew on me, and I said yes. Well, why, to did, it. why did you say no to it? Um, as an upstairs bar for a start. Yeah, true. Right yeah. in my in my experience, yeah. no, actually not in experience because I only ever had yeah. um, floor places, yeah. you know. Um, but I'd learnt from Rob Mercer yeah. and other people that that generally upstairs yeah. bars are harder yeah. to work and yeah. and that and uh, and it was um, a small footprint. Uh, yeah. But what I really, what I educated myself a bit by looking at the opportunity was, you know, strategically it was sat on top of a big traffic generator. They were talking yeah. about 10,000 foot step, uh, foot traffic through there yeah. a day, of which they were saying 73% will go upstairs past your door. Yeah. Yeah, that's good numbers for, yeah. for when you're out in the street. Um, yeah. And you've got the earthquake memorial down yeah. there, which is going to be one of the top four visited places. Mm. You've got the tram stop out there. You've got yeah. the botanical gardens. You're right where you yeah. want to be. Mm. And so um, – I was going, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, but, and then it just came down to the numbers where the uh, the lease at the time wasn't onerous. Mm. It was uh, you could make a dollar yep. if you needed to. You just need a certain amount of foot traffic yep. and do things right. So yeah, yeah. Um, we thought we'd have a crack, have a crack. Yeah, yeah. And and obviously, you know, like that takes a, a level of okay, we're going to back ourselves. We're going to back ourselves. Like um, you've obviously got partners in in that with Kaiser and their, yeah. and their their you know it's a microbrewery you brew on site was that part of because you got and they had the story was that part of all of that kind of bringing into going hey. that that wasn't my doing no because I, this was that was all worked up as sort of conceptual stuff um, while I was still yep. overseas you know yep. and and it wasn't until I got back in in early two thousand and nineteen and caught up with Chris Maholland the aforementioned DB person who was now yep. working for Kaiser Brewery I thought he yeah. started DB. Oh, right. No, when I left, he was at DB, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he got his new job with yeah. Kaiser Bros Brewery. Yeah. Um, and so he um, had sort of worked up the concept of, um, you know, he educated me. They said that that Kaiser, the Geeson brothers, you know, the pioneering wine pioneering wine yeah. people, they, yeah. they've got another side of their, biz- their family business back in uh, Bavaria, which are brewers. Wow. And that was their grandmother. Uh, and so we had this story. Yeah. And, and uh, what? Um, particularly wanted to do was to bring back and revive the old Kaiser Brewery. It was yeah. a Kaiser Brewery in in, uh, oh, in Bavaria, right. yeah, um, near, near Czechoslovakia. And so he got the brew recipes and stuff. And and I think it was more of a, a fun thing to do yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than a serious yeah. business option. But they they um, set up um, Kaiser Bros Brewery yeah. and they started brewing the beer to the old family recipes using kiwi ingredients. And so there's something there, yeah, you know, something to yeah, yeah. something to talk about, something to market, yeah, yeah. And, and look, the beer's pretty good. Like, like yeah. it's like some of the beers there are really good. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Um, and I think, like, obviously in uh, New Worlds and all that sort of stuff now. So it's really, you know, it's got a it's got a level of its own. But let's talk about Kaiser now, though, because we've got some awards that we're, we're looking at here, and I think you should be really proud of them. And I know, look, you know, you didn't you didn't join hospitality or become in hospitality to win awards, but but at the end of the day, success leaves clues. You guys have created something down there. So let's talk about these awards for a second. Because let's talk about the first one, People's Choice. 
Oh, um, yeah. You know, like 2021. 2021. People's Choice. You know, that's a like that's a really cool award to win, right? hundred percent. Like, I mean, what do you really want? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be the people's choice, yeah. really. Yeah. You, no disrespect, but yeah. this market and all that sort of yeah. stuff is great internally. But yeah. This is this is yeah. the vote of confidence when from the people. people. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was uh, really really nice. We 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 were um, hoping that we might have picked up some other. We'll yeah. what they were because there's a whole lot of categories yeah. that change every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, this was a nice little surprise at the end, and um, it was fantastic to be able to take something home and stick it on the bar yeah. and behind the bar and 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 point to for the staff to yeah. say, look, you guys. That's probably the coolest part. Yeah, it's like a thumbs up, you know. Point to your staff and say, "Hey, this is you guys. We, you know, together we've created this." But really, it's the environment. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take. It's not yeah. me. It's, yeah. it's a whole team. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's cliche, but that's what I love about doing you guys marketing is you read the reviews. You know, and it's really cool to see yeah. and hear. Like they all mention the staff. They always mention by name, and there's more than one sometimes on a, on a on a review and stuff like that. We we'll give them a reward if they get a name review. Yeah. So they put the put it yeah. there. Maybe that's but, something to other. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, but if I was a hospitality person, I would have just listened to that or rewind and go, "What did he just say?" Because that is one of the clues, right? But because people. <laughs> You still got to give good service, right? Yeah. Like it's not a like we don't tip here, right? So you, mm. you know you still got to give good service, and if you're not giving good service, you're not winning people's people's choice. That's for mm. sure, right? So yeah, so yeah. it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, that was uh, so we opened in 2019, end of end of uh, November. No, it was Cup Day actually, mm. Cup Day 2019, yeah. and so we had lockdowns and stuff in 2020. So this was came along in 2021. That was yeah. only when we sort of had our first proper amount of time in business yeah. so a lot of hard work went into that yeah. and so it was really pleasing to to, to get that mm. um yeah so i mean there's a whole different crew there's probably only a few of us left mm. from the awards we won this year yeah. versus then but uh that was still good for those people who sort of started our journey yeah to, to get recognition for that hard work it's it's good to be recognized what's the next one you got there that's oh the big dog yeah um so this here now is the complete surprise uh, mm. is the 2023 Supreme winner yeah. for the Hospitality uh, New Zealand Awards for Excellence. Um, so they have a conference for the Hospitality New Zealand members, um, a two-day conference. Uh, was up in Auckland this year. Um, and the last night is a black tie dinner, yep. the Awards for Excellence. And there's categories ranging from uh, you know motels of less than X amount of units, of yep. big motels, hotels, bars, restaurants, cafes, venues, um, entertainment, marketing. You've got everything to do with hospitality you can right. think of. Um, and so you've got all these different categories. But the main uh, award, the last award, is is the supreme winner. Nice. Um, so that's the, the one that's across all categories, all venues, all different aspects of hospitality. Yeah. And we, we picked it up. Well, what does that mean to you? Like, what is, like... Yeah, like if you think about if you know twenty eight thirty years career, what mm. does that mean to you? Justification that we're on the right track. Yeah, I reckon because um, you know we 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 don't do this to win awards. We we do it for the hospitality mm. and the product that we provide. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously someone's come and had a look at our business. Yeah, uh, had a visit. I guess mm. that's I'm not sure mm. how the judging yeah. so done. They looked at our reviews of. Yeah, I don't know what they've done. But they've decided mm. that across all aspects yeah. we stood out in terms of what we do. And that, that there yeah. is amazing for the business to be able yeah. to tell the people that are in the business, yeah. this is this is what we do. Yeah. And it's pretty cool yeah. because, yeah, they would have gone and looked and they would have gone and shopped. And you're up against some big, big companies, right? Well, well I, did, I didn't you actually know, know the – because obviously when you – I never <clears> thought that we would – 
be able to scoop something like yeah. that because in the times I've been to the, the awards and the black dinners and stuff like that, it seems to be like a lot bigger businesses, yeah. uh, branded ones, should I say, yeah. that that kind of, because uh, they've got marketing teams and yeah. they've got HR departments yeah, and they've yeah. got all these sort of things and we're just a little yeah. old bar yeah. with 30 old people in Christchurch, you know, yeah. um, and so... Uh, I've sort of been told that that was quite a quite a coup yeah. to to you know get up there with the big guys yeah. and, and put put your hand up. So. Yeah, but at, but at the same time, you know, you, you might play it down a little bit. But anyone who's been to Kaiser experienced it. It's a, a different experience. Like it's you know it's a very warm experience, and it's and it's right from the, it's a happy place, right? Yeah, it's a happy place, yeah. and it's right from the insides. You know, uh, the fit out, etc. The the balconies um, to to the people inside. You know, and 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 that goes right from the kitchen all the way through. Right, yeah. it's it's a happy experience, and I think that's what a bar needs to be. You know, there's yeah. nothing worse than going to a bar and it's like dingy and divey mm-hmm. and and and, it, and yeah, you can tell straight away when people don't want to be there. Yeah, you know, when oh. your staff don't want to be there, you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, I mean, anyone can do the. The fit out yeah. and, and the location speaks yeah. for itself, and 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 let's you know acknowledge there's a lot of factors mm. that go into getting it right. It's yeah. not you can't just win on your story or win no. on your or maybe you can win on the location if yeah. you, by default. Yeah, but in terms of long term, um, you know, a lot, lot of factors combine, and um, I think probably the the most influential for us is the sort of like the vibe or the energy of the people within the place. So yeah, yeah, nice fit out, comfortable location and Mm. the product, you know, we're we're not winning, you know, awards for the uh, fine dining or anything. We're pizzas and chips and and fried chicken and stuff like that. But But a a bunch of people mentioned, yeah, but a bunch of people mentioned, oh, the calamari, you know, the chicken, everyone mentioned it, right? And that's the thing, like it's not, yeah, yeah, it's, you're doing, what you're doing, you're doing really, really well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we um, yeah, we look we look at the numbers, we look at the budget and stuff like that, and and uh, mm. you know, it, it's going good. You yeah. know, um, and but I I still think that we could have the best calamari, could have the best pizza, mm. or whatever you want. Um, how it's delivered is yeah, the icing on the cake, right? Yeah, yeah. You you talk about um, I've talked to you a couple of times about this about you know, the way you manage, right? It's kind of an open book kind of. Oh yeah, open book management. Open book management. Yeah. yeah. Why do why do you employ that kind of management? What's what's your philosophy behind that? Knowledge is power, right? Yeah. So um, back in my day, working in hospitality, we had no idea whether working twelve hours, you know, four times in a row over the weekend, being antisocial, did anything for the business, or yeah. whether we did a good job or not. Yeah. I had no idea about sales figures. Yeah. You could tell whether the bar was busy or not, you know, because you're going to vibe off it. But yeah. but you didn't know whether you're going to close in two months because the business is not making money or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So, yeah, um, that's interesting. And, and I, I, had a, I had a natural curiosity to want to know that sort of stuff as well. Um, but, um, yeah, we we are transparent. Mm. Um, so it was something, a business coach, we talked about James O'Connell. He yep. introduced us how to Zingerman's in yep. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yep. Um, and uh, there's some pretty phenomenal cost-study stuff going over there. And, yep. and, and the heart of what they do is this open book management approach yep. where it's, hey, let's not be secretive. Let's not, let's show the business. Let's, that, that profit is not a dirty word. Yep. You know? But one of the, there's a couple of principles in open book management. And one of them is share a stake in the outcome. Yep. And this is where the rubber hits the road for us yeah, a nice. bit is because, we go, okay, this is what we want to achieve. And if we do it, you get paid to yeah, the staff. Yeah. And so, you know, you have your, we make sure we've got competitive base rates, mm. but then we're all about performance-based pay. Nice. So you perform, you, you get a slice of the action. And, and it's, um, you know, it, we do it on a monthly basis for sales. If we hit our sales targets, uh, all staff get their um, a little bit extra in their pay packet mm-hmm. um, based on 1% of our targets being achieved. 
Um, and then uh, on a monthly basis, I start throwing some bigger dollars at the managers yep. who control the staff and control yep. the wastage, control the service and control the goods in and out yep. of the business uh, and the napkins and uh, everything else. Yeah, 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 they, nice. they, they can pull those levers uh, and they, they get a GP bonus. So we've made our sales, nice. but then we've got to hit our GP. You know, and and there's a bit of money at stake on this. Yeah. So you're probably talking two bucks fifty. Uh, somewhere I think the lowest we've yeah. paid is two twenty an hour on top yeah. on top of the yeah. um, sales as well. And then the big one that nice. we've just we've just paid out is um, what's called a, a gain share. Yeah. Which means here's our net profit on business for the year, for the whole financial year yeah. from um, you know April through to March. Do the books, accounts, do the books. Yep. Yeah. Um, whatever's left, um, we set a target. Brilliant. And I give fifty percent of the surplus. Back to staff. Nice. Yeah, and it's some big money paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so there's been a lot of guys talking. We've got a kitchen, we've got a 55-year-old kitchen hand yeah. who has not stopped rabbiting on about how big the gain share bonus is going to yeah. be for him. And uh, he's never had that amount of money uh, in his cool, life. Man. He bought a car, you know, yeah, last week. So it's life-changing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is. And, and, and some people don't care. No. Uh, we pay it anyway because we yeah. care. We like to yeah. do it. But we like to think that that's a little bit of the the open transparency we can bring to yeah. hospitality. You know, how cool is that though? Like you've got you've got someone who you're empowering. Well, you're empowering everyone, but you've got someone that like that's why you do it, right? You've got someone that really means something to him. Fifty five, he's buying a car. You know, that's like, mm. as you say, it's life changing. But at the same time, you're empowering him to do. But at the but, same time, he's looking at what he's scraping down this mm, thing and going, how much wastage yeah, is there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've, we've had chefs, uh, you know, junior chefs, wow. link across pass and talk to a couple of waitresses who might be yakking. Yeah. They need another drink. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's oh, so it's yeah, not just yeah. all, all about because it's my heart. It's yeah, but, for a reason, no, but that know? becomes self-governing, right? Like how good is that? Becomes you know, culture. Culture. Yeah, and, mm. and also what is uh, at play there is that if you get a couple of bad actors or rotten eggs yeah. and, you know, it stuffs up the game for yeah. everybody. So, yeah. so therefore, the HR department is the team themselves. Yeah, yeah. That saves I, me a lot of grief I, and heartache. I really yeah. see that. Like, I've done a little bit of study on on high performance culture, and high performers lift everyone else around them relative around they reckon between ten and fifteen percent. And what you find is you because you have a team of high performers, the people that aren't high performers can't actually handle being around. Yeah. Because it's because not their vibe, right? It's not their vibe. And mm. and they start to make excuses of why they shouldn't be yeah. here. Yeah. And yeah. I find that really interesting. It's self governing once again. Yeah. Like they 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 put their hand up and leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um it, it, it's really hard to quantify and measure though, but you still you still get the higher performers, don't you? Yeah. In any given group, and yeah. you know, when chips are down and yeah. cup, shifts need covered, yeah. you still have to beg, yeah, you know, people yeah. to come and do it. So, so it's not all, um, so you know, fairy tale and roses, you yeah, know, the whole time, but it's a no, much better way, not much better way than what I've done in the past, you know. Was did you find there was some risk in doing it? Like, did you, did you, ah, oh. yeah, what were some of the downfalls that you were Tell, telling the staff how much profit you made? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. what. Yeah, what's that about? You know, yeah. um, and, and accountancy wise, like who was that? Like Dave in there helping you with that sort of stuff? Or well, I've got to get my budget right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say because there's a and and like the risk, like with hospitality, there's so much, there's so many things, right? So yeah. you'd have to have your finger on the pulse, uh, like. Well, that's that's probably why it works for us, and because I could I mentioned you know I probably should have been an accountant in the former life mm. um, rather than geography or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just all over those numbers. Yeah. So so pretty much I have my summer holiday mm. um, yeah, in January time, come back to work, and I pretty much spend the next two months yeah. 
nailing those numbers, looking at things, yeah. you know, what we did, what we what's one-off costs and stuff went through, and then yeah. coming up and then testing it and having debates with my management team yeah. about where we should set budgets and what we do and all that sort of stuff. And nice. then the end, it comes on a gut feel and go, right, oh, we've got to, got to pick one, don't yeah. we? Let's, let's do this. Yeah. Um, and you've got to allow for growth yeah. and, and everything else, so um, got to keep moving forward. So yeah. so we uh, we then have that ratified, ready to go from the 1st of April again to nice. the next year. That's awesome. So do you have themes or anything like that? Do you, do you create a theme for it or you just, here's what we're doing and like? Um, not so much. Yeah. Um, not like the Crusaders. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, it's still you know. Is um, no, we, we, we're pretty much focused on, um, you know, how we're going versus where we want to be and what yeah. we did last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, we haven't had too many years of business, so we don't have how, a lot of track. How do you keep your, how do you keep your people motivated though? Like, not everyone is going to be motivated by money. No, like, how do you get those people? Like, how do you get them wanting to keep turning up? And- well, that's yeah, money is the one thing, and, mm. I, and I like that's very easy. Yeah, we can put some numbers down, say hit that, and you yeah. get a bit of that. That's yeah. fine. You just do a calculation yeah. and pay it. Yeah. What I love more, and and Mason and I are on the same page, is is growing our people yeah. to be uh, coming through, you know. Yeah. And we've got to the point now we have to do another bar yeah. because we've got people to put in a new bar, new otherwise bar. we lose them. Yeah. We spend all this time yeah. talking to them. But, yeah. um, you know, it's an evolving thing and we, we, we will never stop doing it. Yeah. But, um, you know, we want to bring stuff like you, – we had a – Budgeting person they had a whole the staff there, and they said, put up your hands if you've got a thousand dollars saved. Hmm. Three people had a thing yeah, put their hands wow. up. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hang on, you need yeah. to have better education, yeah. so we can bring that to the table. Nice. We can, we can get this. Yeah. Get, getting them there is another story, yeah. but um, but we can bring. You know, none of them have got insurance if something goes mm. wrong. You know, and and, and um, uh, we can wrap around this whole life. Yeah, uh, benefit. Yeah. So, and, and you can't put a dollar on that. No, that's and, and I wouldn't want to because no. it's just part part of what we. So we're working on our employment brand. Yeah. And and we're trying to communicate that. Hey, we're a hospo. We've got a good place, and and we've got a good team and stuff like that. But so does a million other places. Yeah. Um. But what we're trying to do is, hey, come with us. You get to learn. You get to go somewhere. Mm. We're appealing to those people that want to go somewhere. Yeah. Um. And and by doing that, we'll teach you about yeah. the cryptocurrency or yeah, yeah. the life skills. Yeah. Or, God knows, and there's a million things, right? And that's cool, right? Like that's yeah. that's something a little bit different than just turning up and doing yeah. a. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to get that program going though, because <clears throat> you, you you're doing gets in the way mm. because you're oh. so when you're busy, yeah, you know, everyone's flat out doing yeah, yeah. full on rosters. Yeah. It takes yeah. it takes energy, and then yeah. you got to get them to staff to learn extra stuff on top. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and even us who are, who are in charge with uh, yeah. delivering that program, you know, it's, well, it's now July, August. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've only done three of the five, six, seven cinemas we wanted to be yeah. doing. You know, yeah. Um, so. It's uh, it's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing is, like you've you've started a lot, right? You you, you know, like because a lot of people just yeah. have the idea and never get it going, right? And I think the greatest thing, yeah, you're just growing people. Yeah, I think that's really rewarding as a business owner. You know, well, actually- we we talk about the business of hospitality. Yeah. Um. And and so we want to, you know, ultimately, if you really took this down to the nth degree, uh, we want to take the young people that started with us, gone through managers and stuff like that. We want to be shareholders. Yeah. We want to do a bar and we'll say, yeah. hey, look, you you, yeah. you, you take yeah. what you learn. We'll yeah. be in the background. Yeah. We'll give you all the tools yeah. and you do the doing for yeah. us because let's face it, I'm getting yeah. too old. But also <laughs> you you know fully that you those people have the right gear. 
you know, mentally they have the right gear. They they can do that. They can go yeah. in there and do it because they've been trained really well. They, you know, they get it, they want it, and they have the capacity to do it, which is, that's exciting, mm. right? Like, that's, yeah. yeah I, like I, I get a kick out of seeing people grow, you know. Mm. Even, you know, our latest uh, junior duty manager, you know, yep. just getting his keys and the code, his chest. Yeah. When I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've hey, arrived, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, wow, you just started your learning, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kim, well, this has been a great chat. I want to put you on the spot. I want to go, okay, so what are, if you were, to, if you were starting to own, open a bar today, I don't know we've covered some of the stuff already. Yeah. What are five things? Five things. Five things you'd do to make sure that bar was a success. Well, I've touched on a couple of them. I'd, mm. I'd look at the strategic uh, opportunity and and, and guess things like location and and um, yep. you know where your people are going to come from. Yep, that's one. No, the numbers. Yep, I would uh, have a plan. You know, so so there's probably a plan of what you want to achieve, um, and also a financial plan internally that you yep. need, need to know. If you're going along that path, yep. you know, where you want to start out and yep. make sure that works. Yeah. Got to know your why. Yeah. Why the hell? And, and is that, uh, yeah, personal why? Like, because it's going to get tough, right? Well, you got to know Everything why. relates back to your person. Do, yeah. you, do you want to yeah. suddenly yeah. kill yourself by trying to yeah. be two places at once all yeah. the time without yeah. proper processes? Yeah. So how does that how does that feed into your own big picture and yeah. your, your own needs and wants? It's, and, yeah, it sounds like a bit of a selfish thing. But, you know, we're only here once and, yeah. and you know, I've got – personal um, aspirations about yeah. what, what I want my life to look like yeah. and my family's life. So yeah. so it, it's got to add to that. Yeah. Uh, how many have we got there? There's three. Three. <laughs> so, but that's nice though. So, yeah. so look, looking at your why, looking at your bigger picture and making sure what you're doing adds to it. Because I think sometimes you can get stuck in the weeds and not real, not you can get stuck in doing something that's not actually adding to your bigger picture. Oh, you get yeah. it wrong. Yeah. It, it can completely yeah. distract. Yeah. Go back to square one yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, who are the people? Mm. Like there's been opportunities which have been look quite good, and I think this is great, but I just don't have the resources of uh, the person in mind that I could yep. bring into this project, you know. Yep. So you've got to have those. Um, yeah. And so I've, I've I've done a few ones with shareholder partners yep. and stuff like that. So at the moment yep. I don't have any yep. unless until I grow some more, yeah. you know. Um, and that's got to take time. Yeah. Um, that's quite smart though, like, you know, you, you you know you talk about the business of hospitality is growing those people and then hey because opportunities will always be there right like they'll always oh, yeah. be there and if you yeah. you're prepared to wait to get those right people and then put them into that opportunity because you've probably experienced the other way you've had the opportunity but you've had the wrong people mm -hmm. you know and and I think that's 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 a learning over time, right? Mm. And then you realise, hey, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a wee bit longer here because I want the right opportunity with the right people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think I think for me, there's only really four. Yeah. Um, and I I would spend a lot of time, uh, you know, questioning myself and yeah, and um, going through all those things and putting it together and saying, you know, is this the right thing to do? Yeah. And, and um, you know, if we do it. Um, what's the journey I look like for yeah. us? So yeah, oh, I've put another one there on your list, right? And I'm gonna put mentors. I right. reckon from what I've heard from you, and, and I'm gonna also add in, you know, a good wife like your wife. <laughs> yeah. You know, willingly enough to push you, seeing off that you are good at what you do. Yeah. And she said, "Hey, you know, stop, mark around, you go and do this." That so having someone who supports you there, but also you talked about mentors, and I think that's a really, yeah. a really key. If I was looking to open up a bar or become involved. Oh, You'd be one of the first person I'd come and talk to. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'd, yeah, so, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. 
Well, I've been fortunate because, yeah. you know, um, two, two pivotal people. One is obviously Crofty, who started mm. me off, and, and yeah. he's more the fun side of hospitality yeah. because he was just a bloody yeah. uh, legend. Public, um, public. And, and, uh, and Rob, while also being a mm. legend as well, he mm. was more the serious side with yeah. uh, the business, and this is yeah. the business, and this is what needs to yeah. work and how to do it. So, um, you know, I've been really fortunate. Yeah. Um, and I've also had a few anti-mentors, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. to do it, obviously, <laughs> along the way. That's not a bad thing, can I? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's one thing you learned from an anti-mentor? What, what's, oh, what how, how to treat people. Yeah. Yeah, like in yeah. terms of how you've been treated, uh, I've worked in quite a few places and, mm. and uh, there's some shocking managers out yeah. there. You know, they shouldn't yeah. be in hospital. Give hospitality uh, yeah, a bad destroy name, people. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, once again, you can tell when you go into a place yeah. if it's run like that, right? Because all the little jobs aren't done. Yeah. You know, I always say small hinges swing big doors. And you, you can go in a place that's functioning really well and they've got good management. All those little jobs are done, right? You know, the napkins are folded nicely, the toilets are clean, everything's mm-hmm. like... You go in a place that's not, all those other things are being missed. Yeah. You know, and you can just tell. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You just can't you can so, tell. Again, it's that that uh hierarchy thing. Yeah. You know, who's in charge. Yeah. You know, and so, so even if there's the boots on the ground person who's missing those things, there's someone above it that's missing that. Yeah. Because that person doesn't have the education yeah. or the understanding of what needs to be achieved. Yeah. Really. So I've got a couple more questions for you. Your knowledge of marketing now. <laughs> or, what uh, <laughs> what do you love about marketing? That you do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we're um, really, we're really proud. Like one of one of the words we're really proud of is best bar because we've always wanted to. Uh, yeah. We've always wanted. We always knew you guys were the best bar, um, and we always wanted to have it in the Google, etc., like that. That was the best bar. Yeah. Now we can actually say it. So that, well, that's caused me a problem because yeah. our mission uh, internally, you know, is to be the best bar in town. Now yeah. we're taking them because we've got yeah. this award. Well, uh, so so we're evolving that now. It's called back to back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but best market establishment. Obviously, yep. we're, we're you know we're proud that we. Do you guys marketing and yep. and we've worked together for a number of years now. What yep. have, what's what's a couple of things that you've learned about marketing that you didn't know? When it evolves. First, yeah, cheapest uh, and the space that we're in now. Mm. Like for me, um, you know, I, I'm uh, solely convinced on digital. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's mm. it's what I understand because yep. you can measure it. And yep. you know, again, these cliches. I might say, yeah, if, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Yep. You know, and, and with digital, you can look at the numbers, the clicks, the websites, mm. the phone calls. Yeah. If 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 uh, if I could answer the question about the influence one dollar of digital marketing makes on the till, I'd be yep. a rich man. You know, yeah. Because I'd write a book and sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't do what I'm doing. Yeah, and, yeah. And so this is a relationship, but. Yeah. But I, in terms of knowing those numbers, in terms of people, who's looking, mm. who your market is, um, yeah. you know, whether that's changing or what's going on, is really insightful. Um, and, and I also think that we've, you know, growing with you guys, um, you know, we've sort of done this and then we had a bit more on. Mm. And now we do e- email as well. And, that, yeah. and I think we're, you know, we've reached a spot now where we're also growing our internal people, yeah. which is important to us. Yeah. You know, we, we've got a couple of our own yeah. digital communications uh, university students mm. who are junior managers. Yeah, good young people with good heads on yeah. them, and they they come into the real world. Yeah, and come into a real marketing meeting, regardless of what they you know get told yeah. at lectures yeah. and stuff. And, and that's um, important. And they have to they have to hit goals, and yeah. they they get chased up. Nice. Where the hell are your five reels yeah. from that meeting? Yeah, you know, content yeah. approval and all yeah. this stuff. So so that's good. And but they also give that freshness mm. and that nimbleness yeah. to be on the floor to yeah. take those. And I'll tell you what, some of the things they produce, yeah. I'm absolutely doing cartwheels. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, Alana, yeah. it fits really nicely with all yeah. you guys as well yeah. too, you know. And and that's what I love about it too. It is a partnership and, yeah. you, and you, you, like, young people get it, you know, yeah. uh, and and they're willing to push the boundaries and that as well. So one thing I put down here is uh, what I like about the way you guys do it as well is you drive it. 
you know. We yes, yeah. we do your marketing and we're there and we're working hard for you, but you guys also drive it too, you know. You're not just letting it go, oh here, catch that ball and make sure it, you mm. know, you're there, you're constantly having we're having meetings, we're making stuff happen. Mm. And I think that's really well, important. That's prob- probably one of the most uh important meetings of my month is that first Wednesday mm. of the new month where we have our afternoon yeah. marketing meeting. It's a bit of fun yeah. as well. But yeah. we, we get to look at back at what what we achieved, yeah. um, how the numbers were, and then um, and half it, to be honest, I don't understand. Yeah. It's Google SEO yeah. numbers and all that sort of stuff that's yeah. going, I just say, is that good? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but going forward is what I really like is, okay, what's coming up? What yeah. are we doing? We're planned, organised, mm. and by the end of, yeah. you know, within a couple of weeks, we have a, a really good, that software I really enjoy mm. that you've now, you didn't yeah. have in the beginning, which no. is we content approval. We yeah. go through, go, yep, change, yeah. change, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then you know. Yeah. Come the first of the new month, yeah. out she rolls. Yeah, away yeah. she goes. But yeah. we're still nimble enough to throw in things that, that happen. You exactly. Know? And I think, though, you know, we've evolved with with the whole whole concept as well, right? And yeah. you know, it's, it's a good thing. Hey, so one last thing: what's next? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we yeah we we're, we're wanting to expand um, yeah. and and have sort of like a group approach of mm. maybe different aspects. So. Um, you know, there's in Christchurch we're local people, so um, you know we want to sort of maybe get um, a few more venues yeah. uh, on board over the next wee while. Nice. Um, you know, I'm I'm a certain age now where um, you know that mentoring sort of space yeah. is probably my future. Yep. Whereas Mason and other mm. young people coming along, yeah, we're all, all in it together and and we'll sort of go somewhere. So um, you know, handing over the reins, I guess, yeah. is, is a little bit for my future. Timing could be good. Stadiums being built just across yeah, the road. Yeah. You know, yeah, got, got something close the, the, to there. Yeah. Oh, look, there's some exciting <laughs> opportunities in Christchurch yeah. because you know um, we are we are looking you know, at a, a, yeah. a sports bar, orientated yeah. bar, nice. sort of close to the stadium. So, and that, that's probably our next next taxi off the yeah. bank. You know, um, if, if if it all comes together, you know, it's early days. We're just going through some of those points that yeah. you talk about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, and having a good look and having a look and and um, yeah, I, I think maybe in the next ten years. Um, Mason will be my equal 50-50 in this, yep. in this gig. Nice. You know? um, and if we keep doing what we're doing, and, yeah. and there'll be other shareholder partners. So that's nice. exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's, you know, once again, growing people. And I think that's, you know, one of the things I've taken away from today. You know, you're in the business of hospitality, but at the same time, that, that hospitality includes a lot of things, right? You know, it's, yeah, mm. it's your front. It's the people that are coming in, but it's also the people inside. And mm. I think if anyone wanted to learn a lesson, uh, from what Kaiser does really well is go and sit in that bar and, and watch, you know, go and, and, and experience the hospitality because, you know, it's definitely something. But hospital is hospital, right? Yeah. So what's different? You tell yeah, me. Yeah, well, look, you know, you can. I, I know some of the internal things yeah. that you try to yeah. achieve. If, uh, I don't, if I don't have to, if I, if I go to a bar yeah. and uh, as soon as I'm seated, someone comes up and says, hey, how you going, blah, 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 would you like a drop? Mm. And that's cool. You got me sorted with a drink, right? And then mm. I've got the menus, and then someone's always coming around and checking my drink. Yeah. You know, I, 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 look, I've, I was in a, I was in Miami recently, sitting at a bar. I was watching the tennis. I would have had five pints if the guy had asked me. Mm. You know how many I had? I had one. one. You, you know, yourself. you know why I had one? Because I was off with him that he wasn't asking me. And at the end, they had the, tips, right? Yeah. At the end, this guy goes, yeah. "Hey, what my tip?" And I'm like, dude, I was I felt like saying, dude, you've missed out on five other drinks. Yeah. Didn't even ask me. Didn't even ask me if I wanted a water, you know? And it's like all those little things. Yeah, and yeah. I, I I thought of you actually. I thought, if you and Mason ran this bar, one it was any it was busy anyway, mm. but they're not making as much money as they could be. Yeah. You know, you'd go in there and you'd absolutely just clean it up. Well, good sales is good service, right? 
Totally. I mean, and, like, that's not hard. We're in it for the sales. Just, yeah. <laughs> just You're happy because you get service. You get service, right? Yeah, just yeah. ask. Hey, so when, when, you know, you could, you could, you could either, and that's what I mean. Like, it would have led from the top. You know, they were allowed to muck around. They were allowed to talk, blah, blah, blah. They're on their phones. They're doing all this. Probably sort of stuff. all digital ordering too. Yeah. So, yeah, therefore, there's yeah. no bloody well, cold face there going was, on. There yeah. was, no, there were, there were girls coming around and stuff, oh, yeah. but I was sitting at the bar because I was watching um, oh, the tennis. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just, I just, I left going, hmm, you know, like some places well, we, just don't get it. When you, when you mention you come and you sit down and get that first drink, yeah, that's the mm. fundamental, but we, we jump in a step earlier than that. Yeah. It's the engagement in the door, you know, <clears> within <throat> two metres of walking in the place. You've got people right there. Yeah, well, oh, that's the yeah. most the most critical thing. Yeah. And probably in all the businesses I'll do is, yeah. is to have that host or that front-facing <laughs> engaging person. Yeah. Um, to, to to set set it off, you know. Yeah. If I was if I had a place on the terrace, I, I would have someone outside like that doing that. <laughs> I tell you a story of Rob yeah. Mercer. Yeah. yeah. He used to draw a circle. Yeah. This is famous for all the yeah. people that have been through Sticky Fingers yeah. and Mercer Corp, as yeah. they call it. And he'd even his partner Mal, he'd stick Mal in the circle. Yeah. Right. And so out by that, um, uh, yeah. was it the um, menu ball? Yeah. Out front of Sticky Fingers there, with the awning out, if you remember back in the day, yeah. there was a bloody circle. Yeah. And it was also circles inside. Yeah. And you stood in the circle. Yeah. And yeah, Rob but, caught you outside, outside the circle, circle and someone walked oh, past. Yeah, 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 you would have your right. ass. But, but, you know? but, like, that's what people want, right? Like, communicate yeah. with someone. Say, hey, how are you going? Boom. You know, what do you if like eating? There, eh? yeah. What do you like eating? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Oh, we, yeah. It's really, really hard to do because we've got you some walk of in town. and someone else comes in. But we're, we're very yeah. adept at yeah. someone realising the value of that upfront engagement yeah. that, that if the host or the junior manager is off doing there, yeah. someone comes in, boom, they're yeah. onto it. I'm going to go and look t- tomorrow on yeah. this day see if there's any circles written. Oh, there's, no, there's no circles. There's no circles. <laughs> but, um, there maybe sometimes. What a great takeaway. But... Hey, Campbell, this has been a fantastic thank you for coming on. It's uh, Look, I really appreciate you, you being candid and, and sharing uh, with the listeners. Uh, is there any last thing you want to say but, uh, um, b- before we wrap this up? Um, put me on the spot there. Um, no, I just, uh, you know, we enjoy uh, providing what we provide. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think it's rocket science, but um, people are social animals, right? Yeah. So everyone thinks we make our uh, living off food and drink, but it's actually that hospitality, that's, that social interaction is our product. Yeah. Um, so, you know, come and see us and, and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll keep trying to keep doing that sort of human yeah. need yeah. Yeah. as long as we can. Nice. You know? That's awesome. Hey, so if you're in Christchurch, uh, make sure you come down to Kaiser's uh, Kaiser Brew Garden. It's in the the Riverside Mall. Well, Riverside, um, it's upstairs. Uh, you can't miss it. The you'll see the stickers everywhere about the best bar, best venue in town. Uh, definitely come in and try one of the pilsners. Uh, and if you're a foodie person, you make sure you try the chicken and the calamari. It's absolutely outstanding. Um, but yeah, appreciate appreciate time. Thanks for being here. Thank you. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. This is our 52 episode. We've been going for a year. Um, and we'll keep well done. Going. Yeah, appreciate it. it. Takes a bit of work, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Scholes, and here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, uh, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time, and have a great day.